In our relationships, we can all relate to Marge and Homer Simpson on some level. Sometimes we're Marge. We're the ones that want Homer to change and we tell him something, but he still goes and does it anyway. And then we have that disapproval. Sometimes we're Homer and we are doing the thing and we hear Marge complain about it and we just go, it's so irritating, but I still want to do it and we still do it anyway. But what happens when in your relationship you find something a bit more serious that you want your partner to change? What happens if your partner is abusive? In this video, we are going to explore how to change your partner. Hi, I'm Roseanne Clay, helping you deliberately create a life you love. Okay, so we're going to explore three different scenarios where you might want to change your partner. And as we explore, I want you to take note of a couple of words and that is impact and triggers. So watch out for these words. Let's get started on the first scenario. Let's make Marge and Homer a little bit more realistic. So let's imagine both of them have issues with each other and they want to change each other. So Homer wishes that Marge would turn on the exhaust when she has a shower. And Marge gets annoyed when Homer leaves wet towels on the bed. Now, are these things frustrating? Well, clearly for Marge and Homer, they are frustrating. Are they valid in their upsets? Homer is valid in his upset because it, if, if Marge doesn't turn the exhaust on, then we end up with mold in the ceiling in the bathroom and he's the one that has to clean it up. And if Homer leaves wet towels on the bed, then it creates wet blankets and over time that could build up mold in the blankets and Marge is the one that has to sort that out. When we look at the impact, we can see that well, it's not healthy. They're getting triggered and then they're getting upset and it's not good for their relationship. So when we actually look at the impact of the actual event, so what is the impact of leaving wet towels on the bed or what is the impact of not turning the exhaust on? Is it actually hurting anyone? We can say, no, it's not actually hurting anyone. On an intensity level of whether this is a worthy of a fix or a change, we might say that it's probably a one out of 10. So not, not really a big issue. But what we might want to look at is the values here. So are you aligned in your values? Because if you're aligned in your values, perhaps the way you're going about it and the way you want the change done is not the solution. And this is where practicing self-acceptance and increasing your level of self-acceptance helps you to have more clarity over what the best next steps are to help your partner change the things that you want. Now, the other thing to remember is that resistance creates persistence. So the more you push against your partner and tell them you've got to stop doing this or you've got to start doing this, the more likely that they're subconsciously, it's not deliberate, but subconsciously they're going to resist wanting to change that aspect of themselves. And the more likely that when they do this thing for you, it's for you. It's not because they're aligned to a particular value. It's because uh, you might annoy them with some kind of frustration or you, you, you might get upset by it. And so when they do it, it creates a little bit of angst or a little bit of zing inside of them. And that's really not what we're wanting in a healthy relationship. At the end of this video, I'm going to give you a visualization that you can use to help increase your level of self-acceptance, which will help build that clarity that you're looking for. Now let's step up the intensity 
of the desire of change in the relationship. So in this instance, let's pretend that Marge loves social media and she loves looking at her phone. And Homer, he really likes that, that sugar fix. So he grabs the cookies whenever he can. In this scenario, when we look at the triggers, we can see that Homer's trigger is whenever Marge picks up her phone. And Marge's trigger is whenever Homer goes to the kitchen and picks up some kind of sugar fix. But what's the underlying issue here when we look at the impact? Are they actually hurting anyone? Well, what we see is that Homer is watching Marge and she's staying up till two in the morning, so she wakes up exhausted and grumpy. She is disconnected from the family and the friends around her because she's distracted by notifications that come through. And Marge, as she's watching Homer, she is seeing that he's putting on weight, perhaps, or perhaps he's not, but he's going through those sugar highs and sugar lows. And, and then when he's not getting his sugar fix, perhaps he's very grumpy. And then both of them are concerned for each other's health. So we're seeing the impact actually is hurting someone. So not only is it hurting themselves, but it's also hurting each other. So in this case, I would say the intensity of the desire for change is probably a 5 out of 10, where there is something damaging happening in the relationship. Things we have to look at here when we're looking at an intensity level of around a 5 out of 10 is, first is identifying what the actual problem is, the underlying, the root cause. And so in this scenario, when we're looking at Marge and Homer, what we're actually seeing is that they are coping. These are coping mechanisms in life and it's not serving them, but the problem is they're not living a fulfilled life. They're not finding authentic, joyous moments in other areas of their life. And this is what's filling them up, is the, the social media fix or the sugar fix. So the key here is to look at your life and say, well, am I fulfilled in what I'm doing with my life? Am I deliberately finding joyous moments for my life and for my family and for those that I love? The other thing to ask yourself is, what am I afraid of here? What is it that's holding me back from living a fulfilled life? What is it that I need to cope with? And when you ask these sorts of questions, you might find that it's all sorts of things. Like perhaps it's, it's stress in the family life. Perhaps it's stress at work. Perhaps it's just the exhaustion of just having to raise children. There are all sorts of reasons as to why you might just be coping and why you might feel dissatisfied in life and need that fix. So again, you want to ask yourself, what are our values? Are our values aligned? And in this instance, we might find that Marge and Homer actually have the same value. Like, they might value health and they might value more connection with each other and more connection with the family. Again, when you create that level of self-acceptance, you're going to have clarity about what your actual ne next best steps are. You know, so instead of creating that resistance and creating that judgment, you in your higher self-acceptance state, you're going to find some alternative ways to tackle this problem, some alternative ways to work with your partner to, to change this problem for both of you. Because often what you're seeing in your partner isn't a one-way street. It's not often that they are having coping mechanisms and, and you're not. Often it's more that you're seeing it in your partner and there's something in yourself that you also need to be working through and dealing with. And a lot of this stuff 
is about self-care, self-compassion, self-maintenance, and really making sure that you are feeling fulfilled from within. Because when your emotional cup is full, it's so much easier for you to be there for your family, be there for your children, be there for your friends, and whoever else that you wanna be there for. Now, what happens when the reason that you wanna change your partner is that they have an addiction or they're abusive. So immediately we can see that the impact is very high. They are hurting not only you, but possibly other people around you and possibly themselves. So in this situation, we'd say that the intensity is a 10 out of 10. Now, the first thing I want you to address is how you're reacting to this. So you might get triggered by them, which is completely natural. And yes, you might feel upset, angry, sad, all sorts of emotions. But the thing I want you to be aware of is, are you shutting down? Are you hiding away? Because often these symptoms where you try and push yourself away from the situation and believe that you are a highly accepting person and, and you're accepting of your partner, actually is more a sign that you just have a high level of pain. You have a very high threshold. And when you're with a partner who is abusive, and I mean abusive to the relationship and that they might have an addiction or abusive to you, usually that comes from a high threshold of pain, which has stemmed from learning as a child to deal with pain and to suppress pain. So I'd really like you to take a look at the video. I'll leave the link in the description, which is about how to free yourself and begin to feel again so that you're not suppressing all the pain and how to safely explore the various emotions that you're going through. The second thing I want you to acknowledge is that you need to have compassion for yourself. Allow yourself to forgive yourself. You're not taking care of yourself. And this is a time when you really do need to look after yourself, love yourself more, have compassion for yourself more, do things that give you joy, bring you joy. So if it's just even a simple walk around the block, if you can have some quiet time in the shower, do those things. If you can, seek help, seek professional help, if you can't do that reach out to a friend or a family member if you can't do that then I really strongly advise you to read self-help books look at more self-help videos on YouTube really explore how you can increase your level of self-love and self-acceptance because in increasing your level of self-acceptance it will give you clarity to work out what your best steps are given all the constraints of your relationship and your situation. And there's a lot going on for you, but it will also allow you to create a greater level of courage to take action on the steps that you've been wanting to take action on, but not had the courage to do so before. So with that in mind, we're going to start our visualization now. Okay, so this is a this self-acceptance visualization is something you can use whether you're in a very dark space in your relationship and the intensity level is at a 10 or if your intensity level is at a 1 and you're looking to change your partner. Either way, 
use this method to really transform your life. Okay, so closing your eyes, taking a deep breath. I want you to imagine your future self five years from now who no longer is dealing with the complications that you're dealing with now, who is free and filled with joy. Imagine that future self. Imagine that future self. You don't have to picture this person, but just feel the energy of this person being lighter and more free and more comfortable with life. Imagine this future you is coming to you now and wrapping their arms around you, giving you a great big hug. And they're comforting you and soothing you. And notice how you feel. This is not about having to get the imagery right. Don't worry about the pictures being right. Just notice how you feel in this situation. So imagine this future you is loving you, hugging you, protecting you, sheltering you, really supporting you, uplifting you, giving you a greater sense of safety, a greater sense of security, really allowing you to be you. And this future you is whispering to you these wonderful things and telling you how much, how much you are valued and accepted and loved. And imagine your future self is saying to you, I love you. I love you. I accept you as you are. I'm here with you now looking after you. And really be with that experience. And allow yourself to feel that compassion that you have for yourself. The compassion that your future self has for yourself. Now gently open your eyes and take a deep breath and allow yourself to come back into this present moment. This visualization that I've given you is a super powerful tool that you can use anytime. I advise you to use it before you've even opened your eyes in the morning, you know, when you're still lying in bed, to really allow yourself to set off the day with a great start with this wonderful visualization of self-love, self-acceptance and self-compassion. Allow yourself to really feel that wonderful connection with your future self who is there loving you, guiding you. I really hope you've gained some value in this video. And if you have any questions about this journey, because it can be a, a very stressful journey, please feel free to let me know in the comments. But in the meantime, I wish you love and light on your journey. Thanks for watching.